Hello and welcome. Today we are lucky to have Candice Russell in the studio and she will be answering your question on the topic British Social Realism that references Samantha Lay's work from documentary to Brit Grit. Let's start with the practice question. So Candice, how would you define practice and what does it mean? Hello Grant. I would define practice and politics as the way in which a film is produced and finished. Basically, it establishes the method of working. However, practice in terms of British social realism relates to an independent production using real locations and unknown actors. How does politics influence practice? Politics will influence practice at different levels where the filmmaker will want to be independent or distinct from the mainstream. The British film director Ken Loach made a point. Can you explain it to us? Ken Loach stated that the way you make a film is an important way of evaluating the ideas in it. Loach's point is that a film should be made to convey the story content at ease for the viewer. In terms of the film text itself, what does the phrase practice and politics refer to? The phrase practice and politics refers to aspects outside of the text. This will be influential towards the form, structure, content and style. What exactly are filmmakers who want to depict life as it is relating to? They are relating to the ways the world is constructed and the filmmakers refer to aspects of contemporary social life when life as it is is depicted. What does Samantha Lay tell us British social realism movements have been informed by? Lay informs us that the different movements, moments and cycles in British social realism have been informed by a reforming and occasionally subversively through a political spirit. What did Professor of Film Andrew Higson mean by the phrase moral realism? Higson's phrase means that morals can be defined within texts that have been generated from an idea, a goal or even a mission. How does Lay explain the inextricability of practice from politics? Lay explains that separating practice from politics is difficult because of factors such as the now movements and cycles. She also states that filmmakers' politics will heavily influence their methods and cinematic codes and conventions. This will mould and reduce the practice and production of text in its crucial place within the competitive market. Documentary producer John Grierson had a mission. How did his productions stand in relation to the mainstream British film industry? Grierson's mission was to educate and inform audiences through documentary form. His documentary productions stood outside of the British mainstream film industry because of their comprehension relating to social purposes. What affected documentary production styles in Britain in the 30s and 40s and what were the results of this? The lack of funds and resources affected documentary production styles in Britain during the 1930s and 40s. To overcome these factors, the filmmakers collaboratively chose a unit style of production, opting for documentary truth. What does Lay say about the filmmakers' commitment to documentary truth? Lay states that the filmmakers' commitment to documentary truth is a sociological commitment rather than an aesthetic commitment. This reflects their practice of engaging ordinary people instead of actors, so they use ordinary location shooting. Quoting Lindsay Anderson, how does Stephen Lacey link practice to politics in the work of the British New Wave filmmakers? The British New Wave filmmakers, like previous filmmakers, were heavily influenced by their political beliefs 
and Stephen Lacey demonstrated this conclusion through Lindsay Anderson's quote. The rejection of the studio system was tied closely to a rejection of a particular view of the world, which both the theatre and the cinema attacked as being snobbish, anti-intelligent, emotionally inhabited, willfully blind to the conditions and problems of the present, dedicated to an out-of-date, exhausted national idea. What were British New Wave filmmakers' ambitions and intentions, and how did they operate? Their ambitions and intentions were to extend the range of cinematic representation. These were to include the working classes outside of London to the industrial towns of the North. What did New Wave directors establish about character and place? They established that the character and place were interconnected. The backdrop of the character's location that is inclusive to their environmental factors connect them to the character's story. How has the collaborative unit-style approach to filmmaking changed over time? The collaborative unit-style approach to filming gave the directors the banner for free cinema and authorship. It was particularly impossible to highlight one director to another for their personal contributions. Over time, this unit style began to decline, and the contemporary scene moved to promote films as a product of just one director as author. How does Samantha Lay define the term content, and what does she say about the relevance of content issues? The term content it made up two joined aspects as part of the whole. The first relevant issue is about the issues and themes that social realists intend to investigate. The second content issue is about the types of representations that are established. These content issues help to combine films and texts to this specific moment in time. Well, I think we've covered just about everything. Let's move on to the issues and themes. What is content usually linked to? Content is usually linked to themes and issues. These are usually combined to a filmmaker's intent. What does Lay say about intent and filmmaker's choice of issues? Lay suggests that a filmmaker's choice of issue relating to British social realism will often relay a message or mission to inform throughout the theme. Understanding how and why specific issues come into prominence at different points in history can reveal what? Specific issues from any era will reveal how society adapted to their social and cultural attitudes. Why is looking at the way an issue is dealt with in different time periods important? The themes and issues from any period can be contrasted to a different point in time to answer questions and highlight importance of change. Moreover, they will also identify the central theme for each period and depict how issues were resolved and dealt with. What is implied by the phrase slice of life? The phrase slice of life implies life as it was or is. Why is an understanding of socio-historical context important? This is important because it emphasises reality at a specific point in time. For Lay, what is significant about the idea that film texts are constructs? Lay's idea that the film texts are constructs is that they are constructed in a realist mode and it is through these constructs that the themes and issues can be analysed to convey what reality is being portrayed and from those points of view. Can you explain for us how Lay differentiates between issues and themes? Lay explains the difference between issues and themes by stating that issues relate to distinctive social problems that were or are typically apparent of that period. For example, drug dealing, alcoholism and sexual abuse, and these can be referred to as labels. 
Many issues, however, at this time moves on, are subject to change. Different issues can be identified relating to society of that time. Lay explains themes are deeper. They are not as explicit as issues. They lie behind issues, collecting them together to give an overall theme. Some of these themes can be identified as changing gender roles, national identity, and the struggles of the traditional working classes. Thank you, Candice. You have been most informative.